0: Hello everybody and welcome into Senior Living Live. My name is Melissa. Thank you so much for being with us. Today we are discussing a topic that many of us don't really think about until it's too late, legacy planning. We've got a wonderful company who specializes in this and after loss consulting, they truly think of everything so you don't have to. Rachel Donnelly is the founder and CEO of Black Dress Consultants. Rachel, you look beautiful. It is so good to have you with us today. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's always good to be with a fellow redhead.
0: (laughs) I love that, yeah. Oh, let's talk about you. Tell us about yourself and your company, Black Dress Consultants.
1: Yeah, so I created this company, as as I mentioned, you know, uh, Necessity is the mother of invention. Um, I created this company uh, just a couple of years ago due to my own personal experiences with with loss. I uh, lost my father when I was in high school, and um, then fast forward several years later after I had gone to college and got married and had, had children, my mom got sick and unfortunately went into the hospital and never came home. And her passing left me in charge of her brother, my uncle, who was in the latter stages of Parkinson's. So not only now was I thrown into the circumstances of probating and settling my parents' estate, but now taking over the care of an aging loved one who lived in a different state than me. So the logistics, the, the decisions uh, the the jargon that I was forced to learn, uh, sort of baptism by fire, as I say, uh, thrown into to really learn at a very fast pace while working full time while trying to raise kids was completely overwhelming, as you can imagine. And after my uncle passed away, and I had now been the executive of an estate twice, I really thought, why isn't there a project management firm who can help families and individuals, whether they're surviving spouses, whether they're adult children, uh, whether they're a niece or a nephew out there, to help really manage those logistics uh, that are unavoidable when you lose a loved one. What I refer to is sort of the business of death. And I felt there was not really a lot of attention given to this very important topic um, and very important circumstances. So I said, there isn't a company like this. I'm going to create it. And I did. Uh, And my company is a nod uh, to uh, my mother, who was a research librarian and genealogist. And she was an expert in Victorian mourning customs. So I named the company Black Dress Consultants. After uh, her expertise, she used to do a tours at a very historic cemetery in Atlanta, dressed up as a civil war widow. And so this is a nod to that, the customs, the the traditions around, around mourning. So that's what, how I started this company. And it was, like I said, just something that I felt if I needed, I couldn't be alone.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, your examples are, uh, are probably shared by many people are probably hearing themselves within your examples thinking, oh my gosh, I mean, it is overwhelming, especially when you've never done it before you had to do it twice and almost kind of one on top of the other. So, right, um, right. I think that this is a wonderful company, I think it's a fantastic idea, I think it is very necessary, and I'm so glad that you are doing it, and I'm so glad that you're introducing that to our viewers here today. So you do write on your website, it says life is messy, but death, that can be even messier. And I know you just gave us a few examples in your own life of that being the case. Can you give us some examples that you have seen in your experience so far within your company uh, with the death of a loved one and and how that can truly become messy? How much time do we have?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, there, unfortunately I have experienced and, but had the, um, the pleasure or the honor of helping families and help guide them through some of these experiences, but you know, many of the things that I see, there's sort of recurring themes when uh, when you lose a loved one and you're left with all of those logistics. One of the biggest things is the stuff. Uh, you know, the contents of a home that are left over for a family and loved ones to decide who wants what, what to do, you know, with all of all of the things. It takes an average, there are estimates between 420 to 570 hours of effort on average that is uh, needed by an executor, someone settling the estate to, to manage all those affairs. And I've seen a lot of that time that goes to deciding what to do with the china, the crystal, the big brown furniture. And then not only that, but some of the items that are not of monetary value, but of sentimental value. And these can lead to a lot of issues and a lot of fighting within families. Who gets grandma's pie plate? Sometimes those things can cause a lot of friction and a lot of hurt feelings um, with families. So the stuff I'd say is one of the one of the big things um, that that families really have a lot of issues with. And I help families uh, manage and oversee estate cleanouts from the whole process. Um, you know, the, the not knowing where everything is, not only um, uh, how did your loved one, how do they pay bills? Did they have a life insurance policy that you didn't know about? Um, did they have a prepaid burial plan or a, a plot, a, a cemetery plot? Uh, where and where is this? Have they already been paid for? And just what are the, the pieces? And, and to, along that same vein, The digital estate aspect is is really a huge issue um, in settling a loved one's affairs. It used to be we could just sit by the mailbox and wait for the mail to come in and see all the bills, uh, see uh, the statements of investments or banking accounts, retirement accounts, what have you. But as we know, a lot of our lives are in paperless billing, and so therefore they're online in a cloud on a device so many of the issues that I've come across and help families with are just doing sort of the discovery of what were their debts, what were their liabilities, uh, and what were the assets that they had, not only the, the um, financial assets, but the exchange, their sky miles or their airline points or their Amazon credits, are, and then also the memory preservation part of it. Did they have the unlock code to their phone? Did they know where and how they stored photos and those videos of their grandchildren or, or as brothers and sisters and families in Christmas? A lot of those things can get lost, forgotten, and just not known about after a loved one passes away. So these were a lot of the key themes that I saw over and over again. Um, that were really heartbreaking for me. I, I experienced them personally, but then walking along a client. So I tried to create um, a legacy building formula to help families um, tackle and address some of these uh, issues that were not planned for or thought about in while they were still here.
0: Sure, yeah. Uh, and a lot of those that you mentioned uh, a lot of people don't even think about it until they're right in the middle of it. And uh, I mean, airline miles, I mean, who thinks of that? Nobody, right? I mean, it's it's mind-boggling the amount of things that we accumulate over the years that our family members know nothing about. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the average American
1: internet user has, I believe, 207 online accounts. Wow. So if you think about that from your PayPal to your Venmo to, like I said, your airline points to your Costco account, all of these things that may have exchange or financial value or tied to your credit card, that not only do you need to transfer, but maybe close or archive uh, to protect a loved one's identity after they're gone.
0: Sure. Well, I think uh, in your examples there, it's it's pretty important why you know, when you, you offer after loss consulting, which is crucial, but mm-hmm. then the legacy planning, which is kind of what we're focusing on and what you just described and why it's important to create that and give everybody a heads up uh, before someone passes, hey, this is what I've got. These are the ways you can get to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know why it's important. But when should people start considering taking legacy planning into account? When should they start that process? Yeah, you know, I heard
1: um, an estate planning refer to the, say this one time, and it was the best explanation or definition I had heard of an estate. People think of you're in an, an estate and that you have to have a certain amount of money. You have to be wealthy or, or rich. If you own things or owe things, you have an estate. So I've worked with clients in legacy planning from their early 40s to their late 80s, Um, whether they were um, experiencing a health issue and were about to have a major life surgery or whether they had not had any health issues and were in their late 80s and wanted to make sure that all of these little items that we discussed were buttoned up and organized. So if you owe or own, it is time for you to do legacy planning. A lot of people, I think, do it after they have uh, children, uh, but as we're seeing, there are a lot of of individuals who've chosen not to have children or never had children, and sometimes they're referred to as elder orphans. Which I hate that term, but um, you know, I think anybody and everybody, you have lived this life, you've worked hard. Why not do everything you can to preserve your legacy and save? Whoever it is, whether it's friends, your next door neighbor, family members, the anguish of having to make decisions that, that you should be doing and you should be planning for while you're still, still here. So that's a very sort of obtuse answer, but it's for everyone. You know, even I tell friends of mine who have children who are going off to college and they're now 18, have you thought about um? an advanced healthcare directive, If they went off to school and they got into an accident or something happened, you legally would not be able to speak with their doctors or make decisions on their behalf because they are now legally an adult. Uh, So all of these things are just, um, it's like I said, it is for all ages and for for any age.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you, you really um, do give some really great examples on your website of legacy planning and things that, again, people don't think about, and I, I want to dive into some of these things uh, here in this question. Um, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned taking into consideration, you know, things like recipes, mm-hmm. family stories, things that can be passed down from one generation to the next. Right. So what are some of the other ways uh, in regard, in that vein, that people can ensure that someone will be remembered? Right, right. Um, so yes, I think that that can be really
1: Dare I say, fun part of legacy planning is really capturing the essence of you, the essence of your family, the essence of the traditions that you have built o- over time. Um, you know, this this summer, I found one of my father's old uh, itineraries from a family vacation uh, while he was still alive, and I my sister found it in some pa- paperwork, and I took that and I've now safeguarded it, and we recreated. That vacation this summer with my kids. Um, So having those little things that were just on a random piece of paper that you may want to preserve for the generations to come, um, you know, not having my parents around now, not being able to ask those, those questions of how we're related to Aunt Fern, or, or what have you. like Those are the things that can be very meaningful and very important to safeguard and preserve and, and have conversations about around the Thanksgiving table, around the holidays, uh, go through pictures um, and talk through all these important, um, like I said, um, memories and, and family members. So not only that from a memory preservation standpoint, um, but, you know, what are those important things that you want to make sure are, are passed down uh, to the next generations and how, like I said, can you safeguard and and preserve those? Um, one of the other aspects of it is, you know, I read a statistic, I think it's only 40%, 46% of Americans have a will. And While, yes, that is a very sort of sobering statistic, it's not just about having a will, it's about having the strategy and and things organized. So one of the the main um, areas that I help clients with is just getting their estate planning documents organized and leaving those breadcrumbs and essence for their family to find. You may already have that will, but is it in a safety deposit box that nobody has a key to or has access to. Um, uh, Most people may not find that will until 10 days after a death, which may cause a lot of issues um, in that that meantime. Um, So leaving, being organized and just telling your family, hey, this is where my important documents are located. This is how I pay bills. This is how you can get access to my banking accounts in order to pay immediate expenses or what have you. And working with clients in what I call our legacy building formula is one of the first steps is like getting all those important documents um, organized and in a central place, whether it's a physical form or, a, or online digital vault, uh, but then also helping clients think through like I said, where are all of my online accounts? How do I keep track of my passwords? Uh, How do I pay accounts? What are the assets that I have out there? And then what are the intangible or, you know, the the assets out there, such as photos, uh, a manuscript, that you may have started a book that's out there somewhere. And so where are all of those pieces? Um, for, for your loved one to find those and then be able to transfer, uh, archive or close uh, those, those assets. Um, I'll tell you a story. I worked with a client earlier this year. Her, her brother passed away suddenly and unexpectedly. She did not know the unlock code to his phone. She did not know um, how many email addresses he had. He was a solopreneur, a single you know, business owner. And we I had to help her make a request to Google in order to get access to his Google Drive and all of the assets to be able to find perhaps past tax returns. Were there um the you know the agreements of his company for her to be able to close those and and prove that the estate was the rightful beneficiary of, of, of those um those accounts, um, and those businesses, I mean, and many people think, oh, well, I'll just reach out to Google or Apple, what have you to, to be able to get the password or to not get nutty. an unlock code. <laughs> they do not. Yeah. Um, so it's also helping clients to, um, be able to ask those questions in the right way yeah. and then preserve those, like I said, in order Uh, For family to have those, you know, after a loved one passes away so it was heartbreaking to see her go through this process to appeal to Google to ask them ask them to be able to get access, and then to basically be denied access
0: to those those assets. Yeah, that's, that's rough. And, you know, something just as simple as, as him being able to just sit down and sort of organize all of that, maybe take a day, a week or something out of his life to make that easier on everybody uh, left behind uh, could have solved all of that and made it so much easier for his family yeah. to with so um and that's why we're talking to you here today <laughs> to yeah everybody heads up that yeah. don't leave family members um to have to call Google or to have to call Apple because they're not going to get anywhere so no, that no. does to to what you provide you've told us about the services so um overall packages that you provide people, the cost, how can somebody get in touch with you if they're interested in utilizing your services, Rachel?
1: Absolutely. So I have three different packages uh, that I offer, sort of three-tiered packages based on your needs, your unique circumstances to help really guide you and provide you with the best organization services that you may need. So our legacy planning packages, um, they all include that organization of your documents and the digital estate uh, uh, organization. And so they start there and then uh, go up in terms of talking about what are your remembrance wishes and your funeral preferences. Like I said, do you have a, a prepaid a burial plan out there or a family plot where you want to be buried? Um, how, what are the stories, the recipes, all those things that you want to safeguard. So it sort of goes up from there. If you go to blackdressconsultants.com and click on the legacy planning link, it will show you the different options uh, that are available for me to help guide you in your legacy planning journey. And I'm always open to creating a customized package that works for you. This is not a one size fits all. This is a one size fits one. All of our packages include us walking you step-by-step through this process and being, in essence, an accountability partner. Because as we know, sometimes that is just what we need in order to to get those things done that we've been putting off or procrastinating. Uh, It really is the greatest gift you can ever give your family is a well-documented, well-organized and thought out legacy plan. Uh, And uh, along that same vein of the accountability partner helping address any knowledge gaps or blind spots that you may have inadvertently uh, overstepped or, or
0: not thought about. Yeah. And I think you mentioned a few here in this, this interview. So I think people are thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't do that. Maybe I should do that. Well, if you, mm-hmm. you you've heard something from Rachel in this interview today that, um, really got your attention, give her a call uh, or head over to her website. And the website is
1: blackdressconsultants.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at blackdressconsultants. I'm on LinkedIn, Rachel Donnelly of Black Dress Consultants. So all black dress consultants. I'm on all, all the things online.
0: Perfect. Well, Rachel, I as I said earlier, I think this is a wonderful business concept and very much needed in my opinion. Thank you so much for coming on to share this, this business of yours with our viewers. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, if you enjoyed this video with Rachel, head on over to our website. It's www.seniorlivinglive.com. We've got so many videos just like this one to help you navigate senior living. Thank you so much for being a part of Senior Living Live. Have a great day, everybody.